Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at adhdessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. Welcome to episode 00. Today, we're talking about the plan for this podcast moving forward and how I got here. To help me with that is my friend and longtime host of ADHD Rewired, Eric Tivers. He's been encouraging me to take on the challenge of podcasting for a while, and I can't think of anyone better to help me get started. Now, one of the things that your podcast is going to be about that's going to be different than what ADHD Rewired is about, because ADHD Rewired is a podcast for adults, um, bringing stories, science, and strategies in a very digestible way. Right. You like working with kids and parents and teachers, influencing ADHD before you become adults. So that's kind of what your show is aiming to do, right? That is what my show is aiming to do. Yeah. Maybe this is a time to, where we should talk about how we met. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I listened to your podcast and then uh, I was in your coaching group. Back in the day. Yeah. I've been a guest on Rewired a few times. Now we chat fairly regularly and we finally met in person not that long ago at uh, Chad. And the one thing I can tell everybody about Brendan that it's not obvious in your earbuds, but he's really short. I am. Yeah. I'm only five foot six. It was surprising because, you know, the message that you bring and the stories that you tell and the analogies that you come up with to help people understand ADHD is the stuff of giants. So that's one of the things that I really have, have appreciated, Brendan, about you and why I've, uh, you know, ever since we met and ever since you first shared your wall of awful, which is something I'm sure you're going to talk about on the podcast. Um, I knew that you had a special gift of storytelling and how to help people understand ADHD through, through analogies. Because uh, I think that's so important to help us go, oh, that's what it is. That makes sense to me. And uh, so I've, I've heard you do this so many different times in so many different ways. And uh, I'm just really excited to, to help you and be a part of this uh, really exciting journey of you're launching a podcast. Yeah, it's been, there's a steep learning curve. I'm not going to lie. Um, hence the slight delay in launch, but it's been a fun journey. I've already had the opportunity to speak to a fair number of people about ADHD. I've interviewed uh, David Nowell, who is an ADHD expert out my way. I've interviewed Kate Barrett, who was actually in the group uh, that I was in on with ADHD Rewired and um, is an ADHD coach herself. She's awesome. She is, yeah. I've interviewed a number of parents, Lolly Weeks, for example, who's mm -hmm. out in Massachusetts doing, doing a lot of work to help parents like herself manage their kids' ADHD and potentially their own ADHD. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, that one we have to redo because we had some technical difficulties, so the learning curve yeah yeah so lolly's uh lolly's episode might take a little longer to get posted and i've interviewed some parents what have those interviews been like for you uh interviewing parents of people that you've worked with 
pretty good. Um, only one or two so far, but um, okay. one of the things that I wonder about is there's some shorthand that happens that I'm going to have to make sure it's clear for the listeners. What do you mean? I, I remember at one point, one of my, one of, and this isn't even a client. This is just a woman that I, so I do ADHD talks and I do them at the library of my town fairly often just to workshop stuff and keep the rust off and all those kinds of things. Where, where do you live? Shrewsbury, Massachusetts, which is the center of the state. And she's been to every single one of my workshops, literally. You have like a roadie, like a, a fan club. Yeah, I have a groupie. I have a legit groupie. Groupie, that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> groupie. You got a groupie. I do. And um, so while we were talking, she was like, well, like you say, and then just sort of shorthanded some stuff that people listening may or may not understand. So that um, that's not an episode I've edited yet. So I have to go back in. And okay. I might have to plug something in to make that more clear. But yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been interesting to, to talk to parents and to get that view. The idea behind the podcast, beyond just being aimed at parents and kids, is I'm really looking at three silos of interviews, one being experts, so people like yourself, another being school staff, because kids spend so much of their time in school and so many parents don't know what that looks like. So I really want to get that perspective out there, both in terms of how parents might be able to see school if they have more information and also how school staff experience ADHD um, in ways that are not the same as parents and then parents as well. And how, how are they experiencing school? How are they experiencing ADHD through their kids? Potentially, how are they experiencing ADHD for themselves or for their spouse? Those are the three silos. Besides it being just an interview format, um, about how long do you see your episodes going? Just remember, I said 35 minutes on my podcast. I don't think I've actually ever had a po- an episode that was under 35 minutes. So just, just saying. Yeah, no, we're, we're looking at 45 minutes to an hour, I think. What do you hope a, a parent listening who has a child who either they suspect has ADHD or maybe they were recently diagnosed with ADHD. What do you want them to come away with uh, listening to uh, your, your interviews? I want them to come away with a better understanding of ADHD because in that better understanding comes comfort and strategies and perspective too, for that matter. And, and those things are important because ADHD is hard, right? Like, and having a kid with ADHD, having being a parent who put, has it or doesn't have it, depending on the situation, is hard and there's a lot of frustration that comes with it. There's a lot of struggle. And it also is one of the mental health disorders that has the benefit of being manageable through information. It's not like, say, schizophrenia, where you can learn a lot about it, but the runway is only so long. You're still suffering from delusions and those kinds of things. ADHD, the runway is much longer. You can learn a lot about it and apply those strategies to help yourself in ways that you previously weren't. The challenging part there is you have to actually implement those strategies, which is not always easy. And there's plenty of people out there who know a lot about ADHD, but don't actually do anything with what they know. So lowering that bar for entry so that those strategies are easier to apply is another thing that's important to me. What about for teachers? Why would they benefit from listening to to your show? Schools don't always do the best job of teaching teachers about the mental health disorders that exist in the classroom. ADHD is a pretty common one. It's one that is sort of like a ninja, right? Like it sort of sneaks around, it's hard to notice, and then all of a sudden things fall apart. And if you don't know about it, you're, it's that much better at being stealthy. It's just that much better at sneaking around and, and causing damage that you don't see until all of a sudden the kid's failing or the kid is in tears or the kid's binder explodes all over the hallway or whatever the case may be. So being able to understand what those kids are experiencing, both intellectually and emotionally, 
cognitively and socially can help teachers better intercede before the challenges become overwhelming. Hmm. Let's talk science for a minute. Sure. So are you going to be talking about um, uh, essential oils? No, we're talking about science. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> and, um, so, you know, on, on ADHD Rewired, I, I, I uh, as sort of an editorial um, sort of role, is I bring in what the evidence says about ADHD. And there are other ADHD podcasts out there. And, um, you know, for, for me to have my, my name associated with a podcast, like we're not pushing snake oil on you. We're pushing science. We're pushing information. We're not even pushing. We're offering it. You can take it right. if you want it. Like it's there, yeah. right? Um, no, it's about skill building and strategies. And, and like I am not, I don't prescribe anything. You know what I mean? Like that's not, I, side story. So I um, am a member of some ADHD groups on Facebook and I keep seeing, hey, what do people know about Concerta? What do people know about Adderall? And those posts drive me up the wall. And I always reply the same way to them. And I say, you know, if you talk to your pediatrician, your pediatrician probably knows a lot about that. Or, um, or I might say like a pharmacist or something. Basically, I'm saying prescribers and people who are experts, because that's who you want to ask those questions to. You don't want to ask the general public about it. So the response of, oh, my neighbor, Timmy, took, took a methylphenidate uh, salt and he grew two heads. And so it's not going to be good for our family. Like something like that. I don't yeah, know. that's not. I, mean, I don't even know what that voice was. I apologize for using that. I, I, that's what my neighbor sounds like. I thought you, you haven't. Seriously? I thought you were like next door. <laughs> Brendan, what are you most excited about uh, with launching this podcast? Talking to people. Honestly, like just having the chance to talk to people about ADHD, because I'm going to learn stuff too. It's not like I'm going to, I mean, sure, I'll contribute thoughts and ideas as I'm talking to folks. But the thing I'm most excited about is, is getting to talk to people and, and hopefully meeting some cool people over the course of it. One of my dream gets for an interview, this sort of doesn't fit into any of the silos, but at the same time does. Um, is Dav Pilkey. I don't know who that is. Dav Pilkey wrote Captain Underpants <laughs> and, uh, and, and some other stuff. But ADHD keeps coming up in his books. Like, um, uh, like actually coming up in the books? It's an undercurrent. Like there's a robot named 80HD. Got it. And I think one of the kids in, in one of the kids in the books is like has it or something. And I didn't know that. Yeah. Cause my boys recently became big into Captain Underpants and they kept saying to me, dad, ADHD is all over this stuff. And so I did some research into him and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. ADHD is a thing that he cares about. And so I think that'd be a fun interview to be able to do, especially where it's aimed at families and aimed at parents and aimed at kids. Maybe this gets that gets the kid to listen to their favorite author and they get a little validation about the ADHD that they're going through and those sorts of things. So it doesn't really fit into the silos, but it still fits conceptually. So every now and then there'll be a guest that doesn't quite fit perfectly into my three silos, but I'll still talk to them. So why is it that you are the person that gets to, to talk? What's, what's your qualification to be uh, uh, coming into the earbuds and minds of uh, parents and teachers who are interested in learning about ADHD? So um, I am an adult with ADHD and I'm a parent of identical twin sons who are eight years old, which is a lot like having ADHD, even if you don't have it. <laughs> and I am a former teacher turned guidance counselor and mental health clinician. So I've got a 
master's in education and a master's in school counseling. And in the course of getting my second master's in school counseling, I started pursuing ADHD as a profession in sort of the coaching realm and the, and the training and workshop and speaking realm. And that's the direction I wind up going in. So I provide workshops for schools and for mental health agencies and for community-based organizations. And that means that I know how to talk, right? Like that's a thing that you have to be able to do to, to be a podcaster. Um, and I'm a former English teacher. So words are comfortable for me and teaching is comfortable to me. And I see podcasting, at least in the vein that I'm looking to do it as teaching, really. What I'm looking to do is teach people about ADHD, both as an experience and as a disorder. And for parents who really want to not only uh, learn more about it, but really want help in um, helping their, their kids. And we also know that um, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So if your kid has ADHD, there's a pretty good chance that you're listening to this right now, whether you realize it or not, that you might have ADHD, just statistically right. speaking. And one of the things that I know that you are hoping to do is similar to what I've done with my coaching and accountability groups, but really directing it towards parents. That's coming down the pike. Do you have enough information to talk about that yet? Or is that about like, yes, something like that is going to be coming at some point soon? Keep listening. Um, no, I can talk a little bit about it. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm focused on the podcast right now. I'm focused on launching this and figuring this mm -hmm. out. Um, and that's, that's stage two. But the, I, the objective is that I will be launching some parenting groups to help parents manage ADHD. The intention is to work with parents who have ADHD, who also have children who have ADHD. So the folks that are sort of doubly blessed or doubly cursed, depending on how you want to look at it. <laughs> um, and maybe both in the same day and to help them better understand what ADHD is in a much more structured way and a much more soup to nuts way than a podcast could ever be. And also to provide that peer support and the me too aspect that comes with a, with a, with a group model. I'm not going to pretend I have all the answers. I have a lot of them, but I don't have all of them. And it's entirely possible that sitting on a computer, because it, it would be like telecommuting, you'd be sitting there talking by way of a computer screen to each other. It's entirely possible that someone says, hey, my kid struggles with that too. And I did this and that worked. And I'm sitting there furiously mm -hmm. writing notes, right? Because I'm like, I've never heard that one before. That's amazing. And I think a big part of what I see uh, having a lot of promise and a lot of hope for, for parents is what we see in ADHD rewired's coaching and accountability groups is that, that me too, and knowing that you're not alone. I mean, look, I'm, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I have ADHD. Um, you know, I, my son, you know, he's, um, he's not in the center of the neurological bell curve. Um, you know, and there are things that if there were to be like a, a video in my home, would be could be used as the example of don't do that mm -hmm. don't do the thing that i just did right and so i think it's so important as someone who has adhd you know like i know that in the first thing in the morning like i'm not my best self right so um how could we knowing the importance of consistency for our kids how do we sort of grapple with that when the nature of our own adhd is oh really inconsistent right. yeah and like in my house, we have some bright line rules, which is a concept that comes up in the David Dowell interview. Um, he gave me that phrase. I was already doing it. I just didn't have the phrase. And so those bright line rules are things like after six o'clock, there's no more screen time. They just, there's no TV. There's none of that stuff. 
Um, we don't use, I, or I should say the boys, the boys don't get to use their iPads except on Friday night and on the weekends. So during the week, there's no iPad unless it's something school related. And then that's different. Um, but even then, okay, but we got to get it done before six because six o'clock, there's no more screen time. And that rule applies to them and to me and sort of my wife who is in grad school right now. So she gets to break that rule because she actually has to be on her computer to do grad school work. But outside of that, we're not mm -hmm. using our phones. We're not watching TV. Six o'clock hits and it's time. How do you enforce that? We've been doing it since they got screens. Got it. And also my wife and I follow the same rule. And the, <laughs> if we don't, which happens sometimes, the boys are free to tell us that we messed up. And so that adds a level mm -hmm. of ownership that's really effective. Um, and, and honestly, sometimes we break it, right? Like Friday night, if we're going to watch a movie, then we're watching TV. There's a screen on after six. But since it's aimed at helping the kids go to sleep, yeah. Friday night being up is not that big of a deal. A bright line rule that I have recently established that is not totally locked in yet is that in the morning they have to, they get up and get dressed anyway, but they don't put on their shoes and socks. So the thing we're struggling with is like, it's time to leave. Oh, I need my shoes. So to eliminate that aspect of the morning, I'm like getting dressed includes shoes and socks. So far we're getting socks. I'm getting some pushback on the shoes. I work on that too. And it's uh, anytime I come down in the morning and uh, my son has the TV on and he's not, and he's not dressed yet. I'm like, this is now going to be like a 20 minute battle of transitioning. So it's um, we're working on that too. And it's, this is oh, where yeah. we're works in progress. So I'm really excited for what you're going to be providing that this podcasting space. Um, you know, there are a number of other podcasts out there on ADHD. Um, but I think a lot of them try to do too many things in my opinion. Um, and so I like that you're going to stay nice and narrowly focused on helping uh, the people that help kids. So, uh, Brendan, where can people find out more about the podcast? Are, are you, um, do you have an email list people can sign up for? Yeah. Uh, so here's your chance to plug it yourself and do all kinds of shameless promotion. So if you go to ADHDessentials.com, you can sign up for my email list there. Um, there's a blog. There's the, the podcast page. There's stuff about me and who I am and the services I offer. So, yeah, just ADHDessentials.com. If someone wants to be a guest on your show, how do they, uh, how do they go about doing that? They can email me and tell me that they want to be a guest on my show. And I'll say, awesome. Would you like to be you or anonymous? And then, yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. All right. And, uh, and your email one more time is? Brendan at ADHDessentials.com. B-R-E-N-D-A-N at ADHDessentials.com. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at adhdessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, adhdessentials.com, and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.